0: Good morning, everyone, or afternoon, whenever you're tuning in. This is Susan Finch, and I am the host of Rooted in Revenue on the Funnel Radio Network. And today, my guest is author Heather Williams. She's the Vice President of Business Development at Strategic Dynamics. And Heather helps organizations sell more effectively to their customers. Don't we all want to do that? And she works with several healthcare companies, but also works in other industries as well as finance. She works with senior level executives in HR to ensure organizations are hiring the right talent for all positions, because that's one of the most costly things businesses go through is a bad hire or a misinformed hire or a misaligned hire. So today we're going to be discussing her book though, that she created to help solve this issue for a lot of healthcare folks. It's Selling to Hospitals and Healthcare Organizations. Welcome, Heather. I'm so glad you're here.
1: Well, thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Sure. So let's just get right into your book. You know, you specialize in healthcare. You've been doing this for over 11 years. Mm -hmm. And obviously you saw this need. So tell me about the book. Tell me about why you said, wait a minute, we need a book.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, back in the day, I was selling capital equipment in the hospitals. So during my training... There wasn't really anything out there to help us with the health or the healthcare personnel, the hospital personnel, the surgical anatomical positions and things like that. So it was kind of like a sink or swim. So for me coming in brand new, it would have been nice to have some kind of a guide that would help me better understand who I'm calling on, what, how the hospital is run, what's in the hospital, who the personnel is, and just some healthcare business acumen terms. And then Tom Williams, who happens to be my father. He had been doing a lot of training as well um, with healthcare companies, and he just kind of saw that there was a need as well in those trainings because the, a lot of the sellers, you get very familiar with who you're calling on in the hospital, and now nowadays there's different stakeholders. So if you're not familiar with their different departments and what their role is and what they do, you don't look as educated when you're going and trying to close the deal, so to speak. So we created this book together, and it took a couple years. So there's, um, it's broken up into two different sections and four different appendices. One is the hospital business acumen and clinical terms. The other section is going to be your hospital physician and healthcare key healthcare personnel. And then the four appendices are um, medical acronyms, medical ind- industry abbreviations, anatomical orientation, and terms, several healthcare agencies and organizations. And lastly, just prescription terms.
0: It's one thing to have a glossary of terms, but it's another thing to get into exactly how it's structured. Who answers to whom, what the hierarchy is. Correct. So they don't go in there like fools.
1: And that's where I struggled because that's what happened with me. It was back in those days it was Cutter's King. He's a he's the buyer, the economic decision maker. He's the one gonna be signed with the purchase order, which nowadays that's not true. So if you don't know who you're calling on and what who they report to and where what their function is in a hospital, you are kind of missing the boat a little bit. So it helps with anybody brand new coming into working for a company that's calling on hospitals or even surgery centers, or it could be skilled nursing facilities, things like that. So anybody that's healthcare related, it's just a very good overview. And even for people that may not be in that industry, they're just wanting to better understand how hospitals run or what different surgery types there are. It could just be, you know, your average Joe on the street that just wants to educate themselves on just how it's all run, and all the different healthcare terms.
0: Well, I find that a couple of things that you said struck me, and I have a friend who was a device rep, Mm -hmm. and so she would go on the ride-alongs, of course, with whoever she is either replacing, or is moving on, or is being promoted. Yeah. And even that, you don't always get all that information because it's a very limited amount of time that you have with them. And then they're off doing their next thing and there you are.
1: Well, like we had service technicians. Well, those service technicians technically weren't quote unquote sellers, but they had contracts. They had to go and upsell. So if they're going in and maybe replacing a surgical light or a surgical table, and they're talking to the physician staff, and couldn't speak their language, then it makes us as a company look bad, too, that we're not educating our whole entire company. right? When you're going in and calling on these different departments and these different staff, if you can't speak their language, it doesn't look good. It's with any job, obviously. When any industry you're in, you've got to know the the common terms and things like that that you're selling to, just so you can be relatable, and you look educated and prepared for all your sales calls.
0: Right, but you touched on another thing that I hadn't even thought about with your book. The layperson who isn't necessarily in the industry, but I think of how many of us now, not only do we have to advocate for ourselves and our children, but we have to advocate for our parents. Exactly. We have to help them steer through a lot of things, and it's its blinding how much you have to know rapidly because you are given so much misinformation, misguided, lack of information. How are you supposed to navigate that without a little bit of a help, a boost?
1: And it's overwhelming, especially if there is a loved one who's sick going through some kind of procedure that you don't understand what exactly that means.
0: Right. And you don't have time to go, you know, yes, you can Google just about everything. You can look most things up, but to have something at your fingertips that you can have some downtime and just sift through, highlight, mark, and make a list of questions to take in with you.
1: And then like a lot of our clients that we do sales training programs with that are actually healthcare companies. Manufacturers, I should say, or medical device manufacturers, we always encourage them, especially because if anybody new coming on board, whether it's a sales rep, marketing, operations, service, it gives them something they can either have in their hands or they can, you know, buy the ebook version for their Kindle or their iPad. And if they're going into an account where they've got something they may not fully understand, there's a, maybe there's some hospital personnel that they didn't know was going to show up to the meeting and they don't know what exactly their function is. Well, at least they can have like a, a mini philosophy slash Bible, so to speak, to go and look at and make them sure they're really prepared going in there.
0: I mean, that will increase their, their possibility of success.
1: Exactly. they be more in the known and less. You don't want to go in blindsided. So it's always about educating yourself and being well-informed prior, being prepared.
0: Well, you touched on a term, too, that I know I did interview your father recently, and his new book, and you do refer both of you guys very strong on identifying stakeholders, mm-hmm. and you know whether it's in his overall broader view that he gave in his book or yours, that's a key thing. Can you tell me about that here? How does that really play into somebody trying to sell to hospitals or facilities?
1: Well, you need obviously be prepared who you're going having your meeting with. So if you don't know who's going to be in that meeting room, then you weren't 100 percent prepared so in the right questions ahead of time. And making sure that whatever buying influence is in that hospital, you're able to go. And the book, this, the second book here, that the one that we're talking about today, what well, you can go ahead and research that and see what their the personnel's position is, what their function is, and better understand. So when you are going in that meeting, you're prepared. The last thing you want to do is, you know, you think you're meeting with the CFO and the CIO, and you don't know what a, ch- a chief nursing officer is, the CNO. Well, if you didn't know she was going to be in there, a that's bad, and B you might want to you know, asking my like questions or who's going to be present at the meeting ahead of time. Right. If you didn't, Or if you do, then you can go ahead and look in the book to see what her position is, who reports to her and, you know, kind of better understand what her function is.
0: Oh, it makes a lot of sense. So we're about halfway through the show. I'm going to take a quick break. Folks. This is the funnel radio network. My show is rooted in revenue. And I'm Susan Finch here with my guest, Heather Williams, and we will be taking a short break and we will be back in a minute. <laughs> Overwhelmed with your marketing content to-do list? Let me, Susan Finch, lighten your load. I'll help you create thoughtful solutions to time problems in marketing, connecting, building, sharing. We don't always have the time to get it all done. Don't worry about it. I can take your one piece of content and help you use it nine ways. Who knew? And do it while you're doing the part you like to do best. Let me help you. Let's come up with a plan. I'll give you a plan, give you a quote, you pick the parts you wanna do, and maybe I can do the rest for you. If not, I'll help you find somebody that can do the rest for you. Some of the things I like to do right now, are especially, well, training videos. I love doing training video libraries for companies that have the same task they have to teach staff over and over. Or maybe it's complex, and they have people that come in temporarily, or they have a high turnover, whatever it is, I can help you create those libraries to make sure they do everything exactly as you want them to do without your having to stop what you do to teach them how to do it again. Really, branding and logo packages and website cleanup. When was the last time you went through all your content on your site to make sure it's still current and relevant? To make sure the things you wanna promote are front and center, easy for people to find. Sometimes you just need an outside set of eyes to help you reorganize a bit. It's not necessarily a throwaway and do over, but you do need to do some maintenance. I can help you with that. I'm Susan Finch, susanfinch.com. All right, we're back. Susan Finch here with Rooted in Revenue on the Funnel Radio Network. And my guest today is Heather Williams, who is the Vice President of Business Development. At Strategic Dynamics Inc., and she's an author. And today we're discussing her book, Selling to Hospitals and Healthcare Organizations, because every industry has its nuances, has its jargon, has its structure, and things that you need to know. Otherwise, you will fail. <laughs> I mean, there's no getting around that. So, Heather, I'm, what I want to talk to you about now, though, isn't just your book. But how that dovetails into what you do at Strategic Dynamics.
1: When we're doing sales training programs, we before, we always want to relate and customize everything that we're doing based off our customer. So if you know it's a medical device company, we want to obviously know their language so we can relate to them. And so a lot of times we always encourage our customers to go ahead and purchase the book ahead of time or we can give it to them that way that. They're educated as well. And it's just a nice little value add that they can have.
0: Have you had anybody come back to you that has purchased your book, maybe in addition gone through your training and giving you some feedback on how it helped them?
1: Yes. And some of them have actually taken it and used it during onboarding and created little quizzes through their at-home training or whatever the case may be, or even during ride-alongs, making sure that their sales reps are prepared when they're going into these um, accounts or their meetings. So it's like, for example, like a sales manager, when he's doing a ride along, he might go ahead and ask his rep, you know, who are we meeting today? Do you know what their function is? And if they don't, then it's handy to have the book with them to make sure that they're prepared and better under, better
0: prepared to go into that meeting. Well, you have an ebook version of this too, don't you? Correct. So, which is handy because depending on what device you guys use to you, read your books, you can highlight, you can bookmark. And you can search really fast.
1: Very fast in the ebook. Yes.
0: I really like having ebooks for technical terms and things like this. As much as I, I mean, I'm still a hold it in my hand kind of book reader. But a lot of times when it's a technical book, I want to have that. But I also want the e-version if it's something that I really rely on, because then I can have it no matter what I'm doing.
1: I agree. I'm the same way. Well, the book I want to read personally, professionally, I want it in my hands, but something like this, I've much rather have it on my tablet. Or my
0: phone. Well, it becomes a resource. It's one of your tools and it isn't just, oh, I read this and this was great. Your, your father and I had talked about, you know, a book that is highlight worthy. Exactly. This is that type of book that, you know, if you had it almost like a textbook, you would have all the little tabs and things on the side. So anybody going into the medical field, anybody hoping in any area of it, you would want to have this book at your fingertips, under the table, during a meeting, <laughs> wherever you need to have it quickly so that you can come out on top ahead of your competition and be a better service to your clients, to your customers.
1: And even like with marketing, they may not be in front of the customer like the sales reps or the service technicians are, but they still need to better understand how the hospital and the functions and the personnel, all the roles play out because it is changing every day.
0: Well, it'll greatly affect their plan.
1: hmm in their marketing material, you you don't want to put something out there where it's outdated.
0: Right. Well, speaking of that, I, when I brought your book up to several friends, they were so excited because I have several friends that are in the medical industry. They're in the device rep. They sell you know big pharma. They have all that. But what they they all had the same question though is, oh my gosh, it changes so quickly. How is she keeping up with the changes in the industry? the new acronyms, acronyms, the terms, the the methods.
1: Well, we have a second version that will come out. So what we'll end up doing is having different volumes periodically throughout the years, so when they are new terms. And we'll wait and do it all, you know, like maybe once a year type thing, so it's not doing it every quarter. But, like, we just did this one uh, over a year ago, and so we'll have another one coming out next year so that will have all the updates.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. That's – I. When I used to work for an ad agency, some of the graphic resources they would send out supplemental yeah. things. If you you almost became a subscriber, is what it came down to. If I bought the book from them, that was you know this big thick volume thing, they would send out the supplements. But it sure kept me loyal, and it kept me you know knowing that they are staying on top of it for me. So I'm sure that'll be very much appreciated. You will announce it to your folks that already have your book, right?
1: We'll be blasting it all over social media once it's getting. <laughs> an update. Thank goodness for social media.
0: (laughs) It does help. It helps you get the word out fast. You were talking about some of your training, the training tools and things that you use. Before I get to that, how can healthcare organizations utilize this with their sales team? I know you covered it a little bit, but can you go into a little more in depth? I love the idea of the quizzes.
1: Yeah, I mean, they can obviously give their a copy to everybody that's brand new or to their marketing team or their sales team, to their operations service team, and um, educate them that way by, you know, giving them a value add, always helping with continuing education for everybody that you've got working for you. And then we've, you know, like we've created quizzes and we've done, we can always customize modules and things like that if they want us to do a training program for them, they just need to contact us. Um, we always try and incorporate all the healthcare terms that makes it relatable to whoever we're doing the training program with. So we don't want to just do a generic training program. It's all going to be no. that company's language and who they're calling on's language. Because if you're not teaching them how to speak the language during your training, it's not going to be as valuable doing a generic just you know training program on you know pre call planning or customer concerns and things like that. Cross selling, you want to use the verbal vernacular, so to speak, um, that pertains to their industry.
0: So you're talking about trainings. What is the largest group that you, do you guys only go in person to train for strategic dynamics and how big of a group?
1: So it depends. We don't like to do more than 30 per room with one facilitator. If it's going to be bigger, then we'll bring more facilitators in. And the reason for that being is that you want to try and get them in groups of four and you just want to get everybody hands-on, so to speak, and not, if the room is too big, people lose focus. Right. So it's, it's just, it's better for a learning purpose, and um, to, I wouldn't do more than 30. I try to keep it at 20, if I can. I've done a group up to 50. It worked, but I wouldn't recommend doing it all the time, just because it's, it's hard. You're doing a full-day program like that. You've got to get everyone up and moving, and participating, and not getting bored, and most salespeople get stir crazy after a while sitting in a room for a few hours and not moving. So it's got to be interactive and fun form.
0: them. Train, so you just talked about having it as a full day session. It's a full day training. Are there smaller sessions that you do too? Say you had a company that did that and then they brought on a few people or they wanted to focus again on something else but didn't want to have you out. Could they do that with you remotely?
1: They could. We could do it like, a, like an online base. Mm-hmm. I personally like doing it better in person. That's just me personally. I feel that more more people pay attention, they're in person. If someone's doing an e-learning one, they can still check their cell phone, they can still be on their lap checking email. I don't get as much out of it. But if that's what they want to do, that's what I'll do. But I prefer it in class training program when I'm doing when I'm facilitating and that's how I position it selling it. But ultimately it's up to the customer. But yeah, we've done some that are half days, I've done some that are a couple hours. I've had some that like some of our full day recall planning training or customer concern training that a year down the road, they just want a refresher course. So we take out key concepts from each of those training programs and, and I do everything DISC, which is a behavioral assessment, but also it teaches you about communication and how to better understand your, your selling style, your customer's buying style. So you're asking the right questions based off the personality. Mm-hmm. So we incorporate all of that in there as well. Obviously, speaking the language, and asking the right questions, and following the like the the flow of making sure you're prepared going into
0: your sales calls. Do you have any happy ending stories you want to tell about some after your training and success that a company or a client enjoyed because of what you they learned from you?
1: I've had quite a few actually. Um, how many do you want?
0: <laughs> I'd love to have two.
1: Okay. Well, ironically, one I just did earlier this year, who was with a bunch of engineers, so it actually was not anything healthcare related. And the feedback that I got in the middle of it was, you know, this is the best training program we've ever done, because it was something completely different than they were used to. And afterwards, they stayed around probably good, what, 20, 30, 40 minutes, going over how much this pertained to their industry. And this was actually, for me, I was, it was new for me, because I'm not, used to their um tech. it was semiconductor technology so it was not healthcare but you no. know you get out of your comfort zone a little bit and you got to learn who your customer is and what their lingo is and make everything pertain to one another and but yeah this was for the disc training but yeah it was they were very 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 pleased
0: i'm guessing you did a lot of preparation to be able to come in there and hit it you know hit a home run with that
1: yeah there was a lot of several interviews on the phone with a lot of their existing reps just to make sure I really understood their industry so I could customize a training that, again, speaking their lingo so they would get something out of it. And ironically, one of those sales directors contacted me probably a couple months ago and reiterated how one of the best training programs they've done and how well it was received and even his boss was shocked because he was kind of, he's like, oh, behavioral, I don't know, I don't know if this is a what is this really gonna do? And then he went through the training and he couldn't believe how valuable it was and how many times that they were making sales calls with customers and asking their own questions, trying to close this person when they should have been asking a different question to move the sale on and the it was like light bulbs were going off. Because they were their tone and their um, question asking were too
0: direct. Some weren't direct enough. So and I find that's common, especially as you get into tech industries and you know, things like semiconductors. People are so honed in on their little world and the knowledge of it. They might be so brilliant and know everything about it, but it is, it's those people skills. Well, and I and then, think a
1: lot of times too, with um, you get comfortable of who you're calling on and what you're selling, that a lot of times getting out of your comfort zone to talk about another product that you have in your bag to sell, doing cross-selling. And a lot of them are saying, well, they only buy from the competition. Well, that's your job is to get that business from them. So you got to figure out, ask the right questions, and there's got to be some pain points in there. And so going into cross selling with them, which is another chapter in the second book that we have coming out.
0: Huh. Oh, that's cool. So you are you're adding even more things to not yeah. just updating.
1: Yeah, there's a second book from the Sellers Challenge that will have more in there. One will be actually on disc, and um, another one's cross selling. So.
0: Okay, so the Sellers Challenge—that's your father's book. Correct. That's Tom Williams and Tom Sain. Correct. And then your book, The Next Version, is about a year down the road?
1: Yeah, probably about that. Maybe a little bit less.
0: Okay. And you'll be adding, not only updating everything, but adding some other insights? Correct. Wonderful. So, Heather, how can everybody find you?
1: Well, we're on LinkedIn. This is a search for our names, Heather Williams. And then also our website, strategicdynamicsfirm.com. And then my email address is hwilliams at firm.com. And also on the website, we've got um, links to our Twitter, our LinkedIn, and our email just on the leadership executive
0: team under About Us. Great. And in this post, folks, on rootedinrevenue.com, you will also find links to her book because if you're going into healthcare, have to deal with healthcare, you're going to want this book and you're going to want the next updated version as well, Selling to Hospitals and Healthcare Organizations by Heather Williams. Heather, it's been a pleasure having you on today. I am so glad you were able to make it. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And folks, sign up so you don't miss a replay. We are on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, anywhere where you are, we want to be. So subscribe so you don't miss it. We can even just send you an update via email. Go to rootedinrevenue.com on funnelradio.com, part of the Funnel Radio Network. Again, my name is Susan Finch. I'm your host and we will see you again soon. Thank you.